Welcome, guys, to this evening. We are going to begin with our first artist, Amelia Burkmark. This is uh, a series I'd like to continue. We'll, we'll see how it goes, but we're going to do a sound artist in residency. Amelia Burkmark, um, I met her for the first time some years ago during her master thesis show at the uh, at Kunst Hall Charlottesville, where she won a prize for her um, audio piece that covered a tea kettle who was a out-of-work artist working in outer space. And um, so that's going to be played here now, along with three of her other pieces. Um, and we're going to take uh, every week in February, and she's given us permission to play uh, a radio drama for you. Um, she's been working feverishly on these things ever since uh, since I've known her. She's done uh, too many, she has too many accolades to a list. It will take a long time. Um, she's done exhibitions, unfortunately, like everybody else, because of the current restrictions. A lot of her exhibitions have been uh, closed or postponed. And with that, I was able to convince her to come here and play it for you guys on the radio. So if you want to find Amelia Bergmark, you can uh, do it by the same name on her Instagram. And Bergmark is B-E-R-G-M-A-R-K. We're going to play four of her sound pieces. Some have been exhibited before publicly. And uh, the last one, uh, which will come at the end, the fourth week, has not been exhibited. And it is a um, her and another artist named uh, Maria Gondek. And they've worked on a piece together. And that should be exhibited at Siren Gallery, or S-I-R-I-N Gallery, uh, March 4th, of course, with the uh, corona restrictions allowing that. So without further ado, I'll be quiet. We're going to get into the um, her piece now, and it will continue for the all of February. So thanks, Amelia, uh, in advance for letting us have your pieces. And thank you guys for listening. This is Epson Radio. Hello and welcome to Absalon Radio. This is Emilia Bergmark, who is fortunate enough to be in residency here at Absalon Radio for the month of February. During this month, I'll be sharing four sound pieces originally made uh, as installations in various art institutions. And we will be listening to uh, these works as adaptations made especially for the radio. The first one that we're going to listen to is called Heaven and Earth. And it is an installation with furniture, sculptures and sound first shown at Kunsthalle Charlottenburg in 2018 and later at Marwan in Amsterdam. The work is played here today as an adaptation, especially for the radio. So let me introduce the set. You enter the set of heaven and earth and you find yourself in a room that partly looks like a domestic space, partly like an art exhibition. Sculptures are placed on plinths and framed works are hanging on the walls. In the center of the space stands a black sofa. In front of the sofa is a coffee table. On the coffee table is a kettle and a plate of Madeleine cookies. And the kettle is the protagonist of the work, a bitter tea kettle. To be specific, 
the iconic chromed kettle 1991, designed by Richard Sapper in 1982. So take a seat, have a cookie, and we'll listen to the work. Welcome. Come in. Would you like a cookie? They're madeleines. Me. Oh, I'm part of the tea set. S sit down. Yes, have a cookie. I usually serve tea in a lifestyle cafe at the International Art Space Station that orbits Earth. Yes, a lifestyle cafe in space. It's a cultural outreach programme launched by NASA to promote contemporary art in outer space. But it's off-season now and as a worker in space I have to come down to Earth at least once a year to avoid osteoporosis. That's when your bones get brittle. Living in weightlessness causes bone loss, you see. So, if I'm not careful, I may fall to bits, lose my handle, chip my spout. So, so while I'm down here, I have to build up my bones again. I just came from a Pilates session at the fitness centre. As a little teapot, I was called short and stout. I had a terrible body complex after that. I stopped eating sweets. Madeline cookies used to be my favourites. I... I didn't touch them for years. <clears throat> Sorry. D did you try the cookies? Go on, have a bite. The Lifestyle Café at the International Art Space Station is a prestigious place. It's in all the lifestyle magazines. They write that the experience is out of this world. All the best of life on Earth in space. Beautiful architecture, cutting-edge contemporary art, timeless Scandinavian design, fine dining. You get there by space shuttle. From a distance, you spot this small glimmering structure far away in the darkness of space. And as you get nearer, you can make out the blinking neon sign. Earthly pleasures, art, design, food. The shuttle docks and you enter the station. You get out, and there's no gravity 
to tell your body what's up and down. You don't move with vertical locomotion anymore. You fly. The corridor opens up into a large entrance hall. It's white and bright. In the back, a large wooden stairwell that leads up to the exhibition rooms. The architecture is a modern take on a Baroque-style palace. You know, in the weightlessness, you could build a completely different kind of building, but the architect made it to look like a building on Earth, with floors, walls, ceilings, stairs, doorways, clear signifiers of what is up and down. It helps the space tourists navigate and to hold on to a sense of direction. From the entrance hall, you enter the cafe through two large double doors. The light in there is dimmed. And once your eyes have adjusted to the dark, you are struck by the view. Floating on the black backdrop of space is a glowing blue planet. That's when it hits you. I'm in space. You look down at Earth for the first time and you're overwhelmed by how beautiful it is. It's difficult to describe all the colours, the details, seeing that line that separates day from night slowly moving across the planet. The cafe is elegant and cosy. Oak wooden floors, walls in a saturated mustardy colour, round marble tables, a long bar in dark red. Over the bar, a row of spherical glass lamps. On each table, a candle. And you see, candles, they burn differently in microgravity. They burn more slowly and more coolly. The flames form little blue spheres. Glass doors lead into the kitchen and you glimpse the cooks at work. Being trained in standard gravity, they are totally frustrated when they first start working there, complaining that the mise en place is a nightmare. Prepped manche toute, julienne carrots, sprouted broccoli, floating around all over the kitchen. The clientele are people with spare time and lots of cash. Investment bankers, visionary entrepreneurs, top models, businessmen, actresses, app billionaires, and the odd extraterrestrial. Elon Musk runs a daily space shuttle from West London. So quite a lot of British space tourists come there. The shuttle arrives in the afternoon, so at tea time, the cafe serves afternoon tea. And there I am with the scones, the jam and the clotted cream. But you know what? A beautiful view, done pay the bills. And the exclusive clientele, they are not great for making contacts. They don't have any interest in my art. Did I tell you that I'm an artist? 
the tea gig is just my money job. I'm really a mixed media artist. I work with kitchen sink realism. The, the motifs are mostly vegetables and sandwiches and such. None of those important people have an interest in my work. My latest work is a painting titled Ham and Cheese and Toast. No, they are not interested in figurative painting. They just want me to serve them their tea to go with their scones. I hate my job. I'm being exploited. The pay is rubbish. Minimum wage, hourly pay, no extra free evenings or weekends. Space is ideal for exploiting workers, really. There are no unions and no workers right in outer space. And you know what? It's all an act. At a staff meeting recently, the director explained to us, the staff, that the cafe is not a cafe. It's a theatre. I had no idea I was hired in a theatre. Well, he said, our role in this theatre is to play ourselves. Just a bit better, a bit happier. We should smile with an authentic smile and play our character with sense and sensibility. Be a polished service provider that gives every customer a genuine experience. The director explained that in this cafe theatre, our friends are no longer our friends. They are customers, like any customer. But every customer should be treated like a friend. I have to admit that even for someone like myself, who is a trained artist and is used to working with layers of abstraction and fiction, mediation, it seemed quite complex. I'm sorry, I don't... I don't mean to boil over. I'm just... I'm just letting off steam. This is my first exhibition on Earth, in the art world. I'm newly polished for the occasion. The things around here I made them all, up in my bedroom, in the space station. And then I put them here, so you could look at them, like you do now. It's a potato. Yes, it's a, it's a sculpture. A kilo of potatoes. Uh, 
yours very quiet. Mm. Hmm. Well, uh, <coughs> what are you? What are you looking at? Yeah, that's ham and cheese and toast. Um, <coughs> did you ever think about ham? That a slice of ham is a picture of a ham made of ham. And did you ever think about vegetarian ham? That vegetarian ham is a picture of a ham not made from ham. No, no, no. D don't, don't go. Please stay. I'm not done. Um... The picture of the plate, it's... Do you know the artist Annie Albers? Uh, textiles, Bauhaus. It's a dish she often cooked. She calls it Himmel und Erde. It's German. It means heaven and earth. She wasn't really into cooking. She thought it was a waste of time that could be used for making art, so she kept it simple. You take a box of instant mashed potatoes and a jar of applesauce. You open the jar, you twist it, you twist it quite hard. You open it and you empty it out. And now if you can't empty it all out, you use a spoon and then you add the instant mashed potatoes and then you have Himmel und Erde. Heaven and Earth. I make it for dinner at the space station quite often. <clears throat> Powdered food and tins are cheap and easy to come by in space. It does the job. It fills you up. But it's entirely tasteless. The taste of the apple and the potato completely <laughs> cancels each other out. My taste's as bland as it looks beige. Do you know that the average colour of the universe is beige? A team of uh, American astronomers spent years measuring and calculating that. They named the colour Cosmic Latte. I, I made a sculpture recently. It's inspired by Constantine Brancusi's Bird in Space. Do you know that piece? It's a, a bronze sculpture. Uh, abstract. It communicates um, the notion of flight itself rather than describing uh, the appearance um, of any particular bird or something. It could be seen as rather phallic, but perhaps that's just me. Anyways, <clears throat> I made a sculpture inspired by Bird in Space, but it, it's it's less abstract, really, more figurative. It's a cucumber. When I was working on it in my room at the space station, I would joke about it and call it cucumber in space. But it's it's just a joke. 
down here it's bad taste to joke about, Brancusi. It's all quite serious down here in the art world, I've noticed. There it is, the cucumber. It's over there. Look, just over there. It's my first show in the art world. Sit down, will you? If I should be completely honest, but keep this between you and me, please. I have to admit that I'm a little disappointed with how the show came out. It's so heavy. In my room at the art space station where I made the works, they felt more light. More floating in flux somehow. Things have a way of stagnating in a place like this, doesn't it? It's like Medusa had a stair down in here. And everything turned to stone. Perhaps it's the gravity. The wit falls flat. Traditional sculptural materials are heavy, you know. They're not to be joked around with. In space, things are lighter. Like Hoover's. A Russian cosmonaut scientist came to the art space station some time ago with a vacuum cleaner to see if it could be used as a transportation device in space. He arranged a scientific demonstration in the entrance hall. To the sound of R. Kelly's I Believe I Can Fly, he floated across the room, slowly propelled forwards by the suction of the vacuum cleaner. Do you know what happened? I started sobbing. I don't own a vacuum cleaner. I never have. I've been moving from room to room, from job to job. I'm flexible and adjustable. I keep all doors open. I'm open to all possibilities. I'm impossible to pin down. And I forget all my pin numbers. I have a guilty pleasure. I look at property websites. I look at pictures of apartments and houses for sale on earth. I look at pictures of Victorian double doors, living rooms, bathing in sunlight, of modern kitchen solutions, of windows with an ocean view of wooden floors, of the dream villa, of renovation projects, investment objects, summer houses, two rooms on the third floor with no lift, of terraces, of preserved original details, of porcelain sinks, double glaze windows, window hatches, fishbone parquet, French balconies, noise-free kitchen cupboards.
I dream about a house and a pension trust. Imagine that. Some fixed assets. Just a little house with a vegetable patch in the garden. Some financial stability. A good credit rating. My own vacuum cleaner. There are no interesting ways to be poor in the city anymore. That was an option for previous generations, not for ours. So I stay in my job, that I hate, in the lifestyle cafe, in a theatre play with a bad script. The acting is flat, the tea is bitter, the actors are amateurs, the dialogue is halting and the cakes are dry. It's a farce. But I smile at the customers and I smile at the director. And I serve them their tea and their Madeline cookies. Have a cookie, will you? Go on, have a bloody cookie. People can watch while I'm pouring this tea, while I'm pouring this tea, while you're gawking. Maybe once you tip me and it makes you feel okay on this outer space station in this lifestyle cafe. But you'll never guess to who you're talking. But you'll never guess to who you're talking. And then one day there's a scream in the cafe and you'll think, what the hell could that have been? And you see me kind of grinning while I'm pouring. And you say, what's she got to grin at? There's a kettle, a bit of tea kettle. Scalding hot tannic acid will be pouring out. You crowd can say, hey kettle, pour me a cup, wipe that table with a smile, earn your keep here. You toss me a tip and you're dressed very hip, but I'm counting your heads serving sourdough breads, because nobody's going to be left here tonight. None of you is going to be here. That afternoon there's a scream in the room and you say, who's that kicking up a row? And you see me when I get all steamed up. And you say, what's she got to get steamed up about? There's a kettle, a bit of tea kettle, scolding hot acid will be pouring out. Now you smart crowd can wipe off that smile from your face. You'll be drowned in a great flood of tea. You'll be scolded to the bone while you still have your device. Lift it up, Instagramming your swag truffle fries. And the last word you wrote was an emoji. Yes, the last word you ever wrote was an emoji. All day through, through the noise and to-do As I pour up your tea with your cakes 
And you see me dreaming away while I'm plotting Looking pleased with a shine on my spout There's a kettle, a bitter tea kettle Scolding hot tannic acid Will be pouring out It's tea time at the Hip Lifestyle Cafe at the International Art Space Station. The crowds in the tea room sitting down for scones and tea. Fashionistas, lifestyle bloggers, bankers in the steas. And I think kill them now or later. And I think kill them now or later. Tea time comes around and I'm watching them drown You can hear the screams slowly die down And in the quiet of death I'll say right now, right now And they'll pile up the bodies And I'll say That'll learn ya And the kettle The better tea kettle Disappears out in space Oh, and it is me This is Emilia Bergmark at Absalon Radio. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this art piece adapted for the radio. You can find more of my work on the World Wide Web called The Internet. Uh, I have a website uh, also. You can follow me on social media, Instagram. Uh, it's Emilia Bergmark, like my name. And... If the situation permits, you can see the exhibition Soap live in the real world, RL, um, at Siren Gallery, uh, a gallery at Gamle Kongwai, uh, from the 4th of March, if the situation permits. Um, and the show Soap will be a very exciting installation, together with the amazing artist Maria Gondek. And um, yeah, we're really hoping, hoping that it can open on the 4th of March. And we would love to see you there then or in the month following. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>